0: to Nats Talk On The Go, the longest running Washington Nationals podcast going today. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our supporters club, Nats Talk On The Go Special Ops. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Drugan and Craig McHenry.
1: Joe and Craig, let's do it. Well, hey there, Craig, and uh, happy holidays to you.
0: Happy holidays to you,
1: Joe. And to all of you fine listeners, happy holidays. Hopefully you all are... Listening to this with some, uh, in, in the, uh, as an intermission to your holiday cheer, uh, hopefully uh, you're getting to your destination safely. I know a lot of people listen to this show on, uh, on commute on and transit because that's on in, the go. it is on the go indeed. Um, so yeah, uh, we wanted to get an episode in. We, we actually re- had been talking about it for a little while, getting an episode in, and then several people said, hey, are we going to get an episode in before the holidays? And so uh, we decided to do just that. Uh, yeah. Every now and then people
0: need a little bit of a, a little, a little bit break from family maybe. Yes. Uh,
1: and, and just, and throw your earbuds in and news. And, uh, and listen. I, I don't like, I, I posted something about this the other day. Like I very often will wake up in the morning. Like I scroll through Twitter for a few minutes and then I go, Nope. And then I open the New York Times app and read the first headline and go, nope. And then I open the Washington Post app and go, nope. And then I turn on Judge John Hodgman. Like, <laughs> it's, that's like the way that my days have been going recently. So That sounds uh, like a pretty good deal. Hopefully we can find a little, uh, give you a little reprieve from all that as well if you're looking for it.
0: A little reprieve. I like it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the the Nats news uh, worth discussing
0: is
1: uh, no more Danny Espinosa
0: yeah Danny espinoza has been uh sent back home to california which uh it's a good move for him it's a it's a good move for him uh he had become the odd man out in washington uh it's sad to see him leave after so long it seems like so long uh but it was written in the stars a million miles away excellent <laughs> <laughs> uh the return was not expected to be very much for a player like Danny Espinosa as much as we we, we really uh, liked him on this show. But, uh, yeah, Danny Espinosa headed to the, the Angels,
1: Angels of Anaheim. <laughs> yes, the, the Angels, Angels of Anaheim. I, um, it's obviously sad to see a guy go. There is not, there are very few guys left from when things I mean I Hell, guess from when
0: we started the show
1: yeah
0: well, oh wow valid point
1: I hadn't even thought about that very few guys like Ryan Zimmerman is that yep. it is that it Strauss Strauss oh Jason Worth I think we
0: might have just signed Jason I
1: think Wirth. that's exactly what had happened because uh, I want to
0: say it was December
1: yeah November or December of 11 so yeah I think that's right uh and not... Hey,
0: happy five-year anniversary to us.
1: Yeah, and, and to our relationship with you, Beard. Um, yeah, not too much. Uh, not too much left. So it's always sad to see those kind of the old guard guys, the guys that remember what it was like when the team was losing an unreasonable amount of ga- number of games a year. Um, but on the flip side, you know, it's great to like players. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with liking players. You can like players when they leave. And that's great. But I like just the other day, just either yesterday or today, when I was thinking about this show, I was scrolling through Twitter, and somebody mentioned all the huge free agent contracts from last year. And on that list was Jordan Zimmerman. And I swear to God, I was like, oh, right, he played for us. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's a, I obviously didn't forget that. But, like, you move on with your team because you are a Washington Nationals baseball fan. And you yes. start to like the guys that come in. And you still appreciate the guys who, are, who have left. Uh, and obviously some guys find their way into hearts more than others. But, and you always see them, see them in a game and go, oh, right, uh, I wish them luck. But, like, you're a fan of the team or you're a fan of players. And there's not a wrong way, but, you know, we're a fan of the team. Right? Is that, is that accurate? I
0: Absolutely guess? right. Okay.
1: Um, and I, I find myself being... Uh, you know, just more of a baseball fan in general as I move through my fandom uh, and and get older. So, um, yeah, Danny Espinosa, sad to see him go, but I got to tell you, between that middle uh, infield is going to be, or that middle of the field for the Angels is going to be fun to watch. With Mike Trout in center field and Espinosa and Andrelton Simmons up the middle. Uh, So... That's going to be some fun double plays being turned, so that's going to be, that's going to be a good time. All right, so we have uh, lost Craig for the rest of the show here, but we're going to get into the question of the Nats Talk on the Go question of the week that we asked, which was, what is your 2017 wish list uh, about baseball-related wish list, not necessarily Nats-related wish list? I don't actually know what Craig's are because we were trying to keep it under wraps uh, and to share it here on the show, so I, I don't even have Craig's to share. Um, but we put the question out to everybody with the N-T-O-T-G-Q-O-T-W uh, on Twitter, and we got a lot of really good responses. So I'm going to dig into those a little bit and share those, uh, and I have a couple of thoughts on them, so we'll, uh, we'll do that. So the first response we got from earlier was from, uh, from Guzman. He said uh, his at-large wish is for baseball to find an effective way to draw in more young fans from diverse backgrounds, in ethnicity, income level, geography, and more. To help grow the sport and for the nats to have a great season of course got a lot of those ideas but um, yeah i think it's important that major league baseball goes in and they try to um, draw fans from all over the place we always hear about you know baseball not attracting young fans as much it's a thing that um you know rob manfred and and the major league offices are always working towards trying to make the sport a little bit more appealing by shortening games and making offense more prominent where I don't know if that's necessarily the problems that need to be fixed. There are a lot of um, interesting ideas that people are putting out there um, to to do that. And I think it's important to try and, yeah, make the, make the sport interesting to more people, both to show up or uh, to watch on TV. It's just not much of a... Uh, Not much of a television sport for a lot of people. I am obviously not one of those people. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not either. Um, But baseball, getting to a baseball game is great. On the flip side, for me personally, you know, watching, I'm not a a huge American football person, but uh, going to an American football game is is tough. You're not as engaged in the action. Uh, It's actually a much better sport, in my opinion, to watch on television. Whereas if you're going, baseball, hockey are great sports to go to um so the next uh response to the question of the week um is from uh north carolinats Uh, mike says my kingdom for a reliable closer under team control for longer than a season yeah i when i thought about that it it seems you know it seems like an unlikely quest at this point unless it's somebody inside the organization that has a multi-year dlc sean kelly um but yeah it, it seems unlikely they're going to sign anybody to a multi-year deal. We're, we're basically dealing with closers all the way back to, uh, I mean, Drew Storen, I guess, where, you know, no more than two-year deals. Rafael Soriano was in town on a two-year deal, but he wasn't a closer for that whole time because he was not very good. Um, Matt Capps was only around for a short period of time before he <clears throat> left for Minnesota in a trade that returned Wilson Ramos. Uh Jonathan Pavelbaum was around for about a season and a half of interestingness. Um, and then, you know, Melanson being around for half a year so. Signing a closer, here's the thing about signing a closer to a long-term deal, is it's usually a bad decision. <laughs> signing relievers, as a rule, in the past, to multi-year deals has just been not something that you do. It's not been... Um, a good use of resources. But with the way that the baseball market has absolutely exploded over the last three or four years, that's just not reasonable anymore. You don't get to sign good relievers on one-year 5 to $10 million deals anymore. You basically have to offer any reliever. I mean, Oliver Perez got a two- or a three-year deal. That's what you're looking at when you're signing relievers. Now, he's uh, he has historically been competent in that role, but he's still a, a mid-30s, former starting pitcher who doesn't throw very hard that is a lefty that got a two or a three year deal so to they're gonna have to do a whole lot to get those kind of moves and sounds like they really tried to get uh kenley jansen but missed out on you know another another missed out guy with a bit of deferred money it seems like uh, again which is the learner's uh mo but they offered him by all accounts as much as if not more than the Dodgers offered as far as total value of the contract. So, well, I shouldn't say total value of the contract, the actual amount of money, the total value was probably a little bit lower and contributed to the reason that Jansen stayed in in, uh, LA. But I'm, I know many Nats fans will be happy, including the ones that, uh, host this podcast that, uh, the other big free agent closer on the market in, uh, Aruldas Chapman ended up in New York, and not in DC. Um, but with uh, Melanson going to San Francisco, that uh, you know, I think that it's a really great fit for him out in San Francisco. But uh, it it would have been nice to see him back here for the amount of money that he was getting. Uh, probably not, because he he unlike Jansen was much older and is much more likely to have be in a very bad downturn by the end of his contract than Jansen would have been. Uh, Beth Rich says, uh, I wish for umpires that know the strike zone. And this was one of the, the ones as a baseball at large thing that resonated with me. I started the 2016 season saying, you know, I'm not really sure what, what to think about this, but I'm really going to make an effort to not judge umpires. They're doing the best that they can out there. It's an incredibly difficult job. Um, and I'm going to try and give umpires the benefit of the doubt whenever they can. And I did a very bad job of that in 2016. And I did a very bad job of that while acknowledging that I had been making the effort to be less judgmental uh, of umpires. It was an incredibly poor umpiring year in Major League Baseball all the way around from, you know, uh, safe and out on the base pads to balls and strikes. You know, the balls and strikes thing... Um, to me, is a little bit of a different case because um, it's, we have more technology now to know how good or bad umpires have been than we did five years ago. So we could have looked and said, oh, that was close, whatever, and then it shows up on pitch track and you go, oh, wow, that was really bad. So I give a little bit more leeway there, uh, but the poor calling on the base pads, we've had instant replay and slow motion for a very long time, And it just feels like this year, plays being overturned, just not even being close. Not the, well, he touched the bag first, but then he came off the bag by a quarter millimeter and then was back on the bag, so he was clearly out. I'm talking about uh, the plays where he, you know, the ball beat beat the player by five steps and was tagged, but somehow they were called safe. Uh, That is definitely something that I had on my wish list, uh, Beth, that umpires know the strike zone and just get more calls right on the field in general. Um, Yeah, so I think that's a great call. The Dan has uh, an at-large wish and a Nats-related wish here. Excuse me. The at-large wish um, is for the unwritten rules to get written down and then burned with fire, which I think is fantastic because the uh, unwritten rules are terrible. They are the exact kind of thing that, you know, Bryce Harper and his personality, Johannes Cespedes, those guys that are fun to watch, that you enjoy watching play baseball, are trying to buck the trend of, you know well you can't do this in this situation because it's an unwritten rule or you know somebody uh took too long to get out of the batter's box after they hit a 500 foot home run and so they have to they or one of the stars on our team has to be hit by the baseball later it's just it's an old school mentality and i i think in order to go back you know going back to what uh another dan said guzman said uh, with the earlier question to draw in more young fans from diverse backgrounds, you have to stop with that this mentality of you know of aggressive, violent retribution for things on a baseball field. I don't think that's how you pull in a younger generation of millennials and younger into getting excited about baseball. I know it doesn't excite me, and um, I'm on the older end of the millennial generation. So um, I think that's a that's a shift that baseball is going to have to look into. And I think that's going to happen as, you know, just as in society in general, as, um, you know, an older generation of people and an older mentality start to not have, be making the decisions as often. I think you're going to make that, make that through. So as, as the younger people come in and start seeing guys like Harper and Cespedes, um, have a little bit more fun with the sport. You're going to have a little bit, um, you're going to have people get more interested in the dynamics of the sport. Um, and Dan's, uh, of course, Nats-related wish is the Nats winning the World Series. And, uh, yeah, uh, that, that's on my, unof- on my unofficial, unwritten re- list, Dan, because I, you know, don't believe in jinxes, but, you know, who knows. But, yes, I, I, I also wish the Nats uh, would win the World Series in 2017. That would be a lovely, a lovely boon for DC in, in, uh, in 2017 that will be much needed. Uh, Fang <laughs> uh, says said that he he couldn't wait for the Jose Canseco like tweets uh, because Craig was on a on a steroid for an infection unfortunately so a sinus infection that uh, he's not going to be able to talk about now so yeah sorry about that uh, Beard said besides the Nats winning the World Series uh, he hopes that Jason Worth has a great year and re-signs with the Nats that would be a it would be lovely to find a way to keep uh, Jason Worth with the Nats we talked you know when Craig was on the show a little earlier. We talked kind of about like not getting attached to guys and um, well, not necessarily not getting attached to guys, but being a fan of the team. But there are definitely guys that you are sad to see leave more than others. And uh, if it were to be that at the end of 2017 season, Jason Worth were to go someplace else, which is probably pretty likely because there's no DH in the National League, uh, that will be one of the sadder ones for me. And uh, I, I know for Craig, too. So and a lot of fans out there. But Beard will always be part of this community. No no question about that. Uh, Logan Smith says, I wish that Zimmerman and Strasburg can stay healthy and productive the entire year. Uh, this was actually one of my wish list items. Uh, not the Zimmerman part as much, which probably should have been. But the Stra- One my, my third wish, we were each coming up with three, was that Strasbourg had a... Uh, a productive a productive entire season, that he stays healthy and shows what he is capable of, the top three Cy Young finishing type talent that we know he has, um, that he gets to put that on display for 30 starts, 35, 30, 32 starts, um, gets to hopefully knock on wood, take it into a postseason, and really shows what he's capable of, because I think the people who get to see his regular starts now, I know that there were, there was some discord with him for a while, when he would really struggle early on in games um and people would say oh you know Strasburg's always going to give up a run or a home run in the first inning and for a while that was true and i think that really kind of and it was early on in his career so i think that really fit a narrative for people that they were looking for after his you know incredible beginning to his career on that on on his in his debut uh and then just you know giving up a run here and there early really kind of painted Strasburg in a light uh and i think it's important for Strasburg after you know signing a big deal and then you know once again missing out on appearing in the playoffs due to a, due to an injury. Uh, I think it's important for him to come out and show that he has Max Scherzer like talent because he does have Max Scherzer like talent. Max Scherzer to this point has obviously he's won two Cy Youngs in two leagues. Uh, he has a 20 strikeout game. He has two or three no hitters in his career. Uh, has proven that he is that pitcher already, and I think that. Being on a team with Strasbourg for the next several years, next I think five seasons, uh, will be beneficial to Strasbourg in lots of ways, and I think that uh, it's important. I wish that he will have a a year that will kind of start to put people's uh, concerns to rest that he might not be quote unquote tough enough, whether that's mentally or physically, because I think that's a bunch of malarkey. Uh, Steve says, other than the obvious, cough, World Series, cough. Yeah, I didn't actually cough. I just said it. Uh, he hopes uh, that the Buffalo has a great season in Tampa. That's a, a good grab uh, because that's another fan favorite that's been around for a, for a very long time, and, uh, you know, I'm glad to see that Wilson Ramos was able to get a multi-year deal, get a deal with all of this offseason, quite frankly, with two ACL surgeries as a catcher on one leg, but, him going to the American League is going to be a huge benefit uh, to his career in general. So um, he's going to be able to DH, which means he'll be able to come back quicker. If he was going to have to come back and go right to the squat to catch for the Nash in the National League, he would have had to take a whole lot longer to come back. But you're going to be looking at a situation with Ramos, like the Cubs with uh, with Schwarber coming back for the Amer- for the uh, the World Series uh, in 2016 which was, you know, Shorter was only playing, in the, being a DH, he was only coming in in the American League ballparks. Wilson Ramos plays most of his time in American League ballpark now. And I think you're going to get a chance to see him uh, come back earlier and have more of an impact and, quite frankly, work on his bat, which is the strongest part of his game, even though he's become a much better backstop. So, yeah. I hope to see a lot of, uh, of a lot of success uh, for Ramos as well. And then... Uh, Fang has a couple of wishes to round out the uh, question of the week. Uh, his wish is to uh, is for the game of baseball to continue to unite people across life's divides and make people's dreams come true. Very, very lofty expectation, Fang. I I wish the same. One of the great things about baseball is yes, it does pull people together. And you sit and you talk to the people in in the stands with you, and um, all over the country, you go to baseball towns all over the country. You know, wearing. I still remember Craig and I and our friend Nick going to. Uh, uh, a pirates game in in Pittsburgh where and we were wearing some Nats gear. The, they were not playing the Nats; they were playing the Giants in that game. But the conversations that people were willing to have with you uh, about the sport bringing people together, we wouldn't be normally talking to those to those groups of fans typically or those groups of people. But people asking, you know, the twenty twelve season. Hey, you guys look like you're you're legitimate. They were talking about players like Steve Lombardozzi, who was having a good year up to that point, and. You know, it it is a uniter. Baseball is a uniter, and you can, you know, have fun, friendly banter. But talking to... When I went to Salt Lake City for work last year, was, or this past summer, and was wearing Nats gear, I was approached by a, by an Orioles fan in Salt Lake City, and we talked about, you know, battle the Battle of the Beltways and things like that. It is definitely a uniting thing uh, all across uh, the U.S. with America's pastime. And then the other thing that Feng wishes for is uh, better Asian food at the ballpark. I... It is wanting, but I must say the dumplings that they have on uh, the upper level is they are amazing so those dumplings are real good. you should dig into them so that's it for the uh, for the 2017 wish list thanks for everybody for responding uh, maybe when we record early in uh, 2017 we'll get uh, we'll get Craig's wish list added on here so uh, with that we're gonna go ahead and and wrap this episode up um so i want to say a couple of things first of all um i want to thank craig because those of you who are special ops members uh you all got handwritten holiday cards uh thanking you for your support and your membership throughout the year um and for enabling us to do all the things that we do with this show now that we would have never been able to do before including live streaming uh you all if you're listening to this now um versus in kind of getting more insight, having a website, being able to just do more episodes because we have the money to pay for hosting. Um, So that wouldn't be possible without Special Ops. And, And you're really a core part of this whole podcast and what we do. You interact with us. You give us ideas. You give us inspiration, and you get you make us keep coming back every every week during the season, and every couple of weeks. We uh, Craig pulled some stats up, so I'll I'll have him talk about it at some point, or maybe tweet about it. But we recorded so many more episodes in 2016 than we have. I think we recorded as many episodes in 2016 as we did in 2014 and 15 combined, or something like that. And it was all because we had the resources to do it, and pe- and you all showed us um, your appreciation by by giving to the cause and supporting the cause and allowing us to do it the way we wanted to do it. So thank you very much uh, from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you to Craig for writing out all those cards by hand himself. All he did was bring them to me at work one morning and I signed my name at the bottom of all of them, but he did all of the rest of it. So thank you. If you are uh, interested in becoming a member, uh, you will get an awesome t-shirt. If you, uh, Become a member before the beginning of spring training. You will still be eligible to get the inaugural awesome T-shirt that our friend at FakeFP on Twitter, Kurt, uh, came up with. If uh, you want to wait, we will have a new T-shirt, hopefully, for the 2017 season. So if you're a recurring member, you will be eligible for that shirt, or you could donate again uh, during spring training or after, and you will be part of that. Um, So you you could go to natstalkonthego.com. And click on the special ops link at the top for more information on how to download or on how to donate excuse me and speaking of donation, what the other thing that your uh, support has enabled us to do was um, we talked about at the beginning we we talked about any overruns that we have. Um, And donating a portion of our overruns to the uh, Nationals Youth Baseball Academy, and we will be making a donation before the end of the year to them, thanking them for the great work that they do. Um, So you should do a search for the Nationals Youth Baseball Academy if you're not familiar with them. So uh, thank you again. Happy holidays to all of you. Uh, If you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah, your those holidays are coming up and uh hope you get to spend time and even if you don't hope you get to spend time with family it's a season where people just kind of focus on on family and time with those that you care about so uh happy holidays to you happy new year if we don't talk to you before then uh and we will talk to you all in uh more likely more than likely in 2017 uh be safe and thank you all for all your support.
0: Thanks for listening to Nats Talk on the Go. For more information, check us out on the web at www.natstalkonthego.com or contact the guys at Nats Talk on the Go on Twitter. If you like what you heard, take a minute to rate the podcast on iTunes and help us spread the word. See you next time. Go Nats!